The LA Kings have fired head coach Todd McClellan. Why did it take so long? Who is his replacement? And it's a Kings fan feedback Friday. Your reaction to Todd McClellan being fired as LA Kings head coach next on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We would love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts. If you're a fan of the show and we are also on YouTube, please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your best bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. The LA Kings fired head coach Todd McCullen today. Before we get into my reaction and analysis, here is the entire statement released by the LA Kings today. The LA Kings have relieved Todd McClellan of his duties and named Jim Hiller interim head coach for the remainder of the season, according to Vice President and General Manager Rob Blake. Here's what Rob Blake had to say about this, his quote. We want to thank Todd for his hard work and dedication to the organization. He's done a tremendous job in moving us forward and making a positive impact on our group and in our community. This was not an easy decision, but we felt the change was necessary at this time. Jim is a well-respected member of our staff who is familiar with our players. We are confident in his ability to lead our team effectively during this pivotal time. That was Kings General Manager Rob Blake. The press release continued. Blake will be available to the media on Monday, February the 5th at the Toyota Sports Performance Center in El Segundo, California. And Hiller will be introduced on Thursday, February the 8th when the team resumes practicing after the All-Star break. Further details will be provided Hiller, 54, joined the Kings on July 19th, 2022, and has spent the last two seasons, 2022-2024, as an assistant coach. He served in the same capacity over the previous eight seasons with the New York Rangers from 2019 to 2020, Toronto Maple Leafs from 2015 to 2019, and Detroit Red Wings from 2014 to 2015. Prior to his NHL coaching debut, Hiller spent 12 seasons in the Western Hockey League and the British Columbia Hockey League, including the last five years of his head as head coach with the Tri-City Americans. The native of Port Alberni, British Columbia, was originally selected by the Kings in the 10th round, 207th overall of the 1989 NHL entry draft. Well, obviously, this is not a shocking decision. Uh, the timing is a bit odd after a win, but it's not unprecedented. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers did it earlier this year. They fired their head coach, uh, Jay Woodcroft, after a win. Um, I, I don't understand why it took this long. I said I would have made this move after the loss to Florida back on January the 11th, and I'm not a huge fire the coach guy. Uh, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and I've actually never once said they should fire their head coach, Mike Tomlin, who's been there for 16 years. Uh, this is not a move that I take lightly, but this seemed so necessary for a while. I definitely would have made this move after they lost the back-to-back -back home games to the Sharks and Sabres. 
That said, not doing it now at the All-Star break seemed to make no sense. This seemed like the perfect time to do it. You've got the All-Star break, and the Kings have their bye week immediately coming out of the All-Star break. If they were going to do it, it seemed like now was the time. Uh, Come back with the new coach, new in quotations, uh, hit the reset button, and get ready for the most important part of the season, the push to the playoffs. As for Todd McClellan, I think he did a good job in L.A. He helped the organization get back on its feet into a position to make the playoffs, which they did the last two seasons. Unfortunately, those also resulted in two first-round exits, and we all knew that this year was a make-or-break year for Todd McClellan in terms of having success in the postseason. If it wasn't going to happen, he wasn't going to be around. I certainly didn't see a all-star break coaching change coming, but like I said, under the circumstances, it's not shocking either. I've said many times, I like Todd McClellan in my limited time in dealing with him. I always thought he was a straight shooter uh, and pretty professional to deal with. Um, and unlike some Kings fans who may be celebrating this, uh, I'm not celebrating this, but it was, it was what was necessary. That's it. Um, you know, most of the games I will say for Todd in in his defense, I guess, as far as him as a coach, I thought even during this awful stretch of games for the Kings, for the most part, I still thought they were playing hard. I never really got the thought that they felt I don't want to play for this coach anymore. I'm tuning him out. I'm not listening to him. I'm not going to go out there and give it my all. Uh, and I know, look, that as professional athletes, frankly, that's the minimum that we should be getting from these guys. They're getting paid a lot of money uh, to be on this stage. They get a lot of great things out of it. And them playing hard is really the minimum we should get. That having been said, if you follow sports at all, there have been many times uh, over many different sports and many different seasons where you will see a team just quit on a coach. And that's when you know something has to happen. I don't know that there was ever that that moment for the Kings this season. I do think, like even in the last game against Nashville, they obviously played hard in that one and they got a win. But in the end, it was pretty clear that this wasn't going in the right direction. And the Kings had very high expectations this year. They're spending to the salary cap. And like I said, I'm not happy this had to happen, but I feel like it had to happen. As for his replacement, I am surprised that it's Jim Hiller uh, apparently taking over for the rest of the season. At least that's what he said in the release. If you want to believe that that's true or not, I'm not sure. I've said before, I think there are some attractive candidates out there right now. And I have expressed my desire for former Blues head coach Craig Berube to be the choice to take over. Uh, again, he's done literally, literally what the Kings would be looking for their coach to do, take over his team, a team during the season, turn them around, and win a Stanley Cup. He did it in St. Louis just a couple years ago. That said, he's under contract still with the team. I can't say for certain the Blues would release him and make him available, or even that the, coach, the, the uh, Kings want him or not. I'm just saying I think there are some attractive coaches out there. As for Jim Hiller, um, on the one hand, he knows the players. He isn't coming into a situation where he's going to have to try and figure things out. What's going on with the team? What's wrong? He knows exactly what has worked and what has not. Um, He knows this team and and they know him. And there are some positives in that. However, it's not a new voice, really. It's a voice that the team all knows. And you could certainly make the argument if Jim Hiller had the answers, he would have presented them as an assistant coach, right? To Tom McClellan to get things fixed. Now, it's possible that Hiller is just a placeholder until the real replacement is brought in. 
but they have said in the release he's the guy for the rest of the season. We'll see if that's the case or not. Uh, maybe they're in negotiations with someone. Maybe they're not. That's a, certainly a question to ask Rob Blake in his press conference on Monday. As for the narrative that uh, GM Rob Blake made this move to save his job, well, I mean, I guess ultimately so. Uh, the Kings, if they miss the playoffs, with or without Todd McClellan, uh, I think Rob Blake is going to be out of a job uh, with everything else that's gone on as well. Um, now he's made a coaching change. It hasn't gone well of late for Rob Blake. Um, he's trying to salvage the season, though, and and as a result, maybe trying to save his job, I guess. But this season is definitely goes hand in hand with whether he's going to be the GM past this year or not, uh, in my opinion. So all that having been said, I'm certainly not popping any champagne bottles over here at this news. But like I said, it was necessary. We'll see what Jim Hiller can do. Hopefully the Kings players will take responsibility for this because ultimately this is on them. Get it together for the second half for the playoff push and play like the team that we know they can be and have shown at times this season going forward. It is a Kings fan feedback Friday, and we are going to have some of your uh, emails coming up, but I did post on X or Twitter uh, that I wanted to get some instant reaction from Kings fans. So I do want to do that right now before we get to the emails. Uh, This one comes from the new G7599. He says, is Rob Blake getting one of these? Talking about the uh, the pink slip. Uh, Wasn't he the one who gave away half the team, including two-time cup champ Jonathan Quick, who's having a pretty good season for the New York Rangers this year? Um, As I said, yeah, I think the possibility that Rob Blake could be uh, dismissed if things don't get corrected in the second half is certainly uh, uh, there. Uh, This comes from A.R. Foskey. Says change was necessary, but this to me is more of an indictment on Blake and his failure to put together a cohesive roster and one that is in cap hell and still has goalie concerns. I would push back a little bit on that because the cohesive roster comment, it was pretty cohesive uh, earlier this year for the first two months when they were one of the better teams in hockey. Um, This comes from It's Caden. He says, hey, Eddie, uh, Caden from Carson City. Uh, It was definitely time. In my opinion, he should have been fired after the Detroit game, and they gave up four goals in the second. And from then on, the team gave up. I definitely appreciate how he got us out of the rebuild. Thanks for all you do. Uh, we had a meme from at Hawk5391 that says, I got a good feeling. Uh, this from, uh, it's always w- weird. Should I say the name or should I say like the handle? Anyway, this comes from at Lefty Mo. Uh, he says it was obvious, but maybe a couple of weeks late. I like Todd, but the team stopped playing. I, I would push back on a little, a little bit on that. Like I said, was it a couple of weeks late? I agree with that. Um, but did the team stop playing for him? I don't know about that. Uh, this comes from at Steve Dato. Uh, he says, implying a lack of confidence. All I meant, uh, actually, I think he's quoting an, an earlier tweet. So let's skip that one. Sorry, Steve. Uh, this, one, this one comes from my friend Gwen. Uh, short answer, Todd is the tip of the iceberg. I'm really skeptical about the financial management of this team. We can look at from dollars and doldrums, why money spent the way it has, have these choices negatively affected our players' morale. It's a people business, could go on. So I think Gwendolyn is kind of putting this more at the feet of Rob Blake. Uh, this from Blake D from the I-1. Unfortunately, it needed to happen. He, McClellan, did some great things for the team during the retool. He can't fire the players. Hopefully, this will be the spark the Kings need, similar to 2011-2012. Go, Kings, go. 
Uh, this from Isaac Guzman, 88. Wow. It's when you like, you know, the team needed this, but you never want someone to lose their job. Let's hope both him and the Kings can bounce back. Uh, this from uh, Dr. Diener Plum. Obviously, uh, he says, oh, he says, I'm surprised the Kings went with the internal replacement instead of going outside the organization. Curious if PLD will get ice time with Kempe and Byfield to have more consistent finishers on his line uh, than until now. Yeah, that is definitely an interesting question. What is Jim Hiller going to do with the Lions? That's certainly something I'm sure he's going to be asked about uh, in his press conference coming up on Thursday. Um, this from Nick Vro 78, Phil bad for Todd. Not sure he was ever going to be the guy to reach the pinnacle of success. Good coach. Seems like a good man. Never seemed to make needed in-game adjustments. Um, we had this from JGB Poway. I suppose change has to be made. No other real levers to pull. This hiring is on the players. Uh, this firing is on the players. Uh, Dowdy said it himself after the Buffalo game. Time to wake up. Uh, so that was some of the instant reaction on X uh, or Twitter from some of our LA Kings fans that follow us on social media. And we've got emails as well. Reaction coming up here next on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, happy Super Bowl Sunday from uh, your friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about getting the best seat on the couch, grabbing those delicious snacks and placing some bets. Uh, it's basically a sports national holiday and you can enjoy the game even more by having some fun with a better two. FanDuel has so many ways you can end your season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel has bets for which players will score touchdowns, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, let us get to some emails. And the first one comes from Edwin in Brea, who was, uh, he was the first on the fire Todd train. Many, even even before me, uh, he said, uh, first off, I'm relieved the Kings came to their senses and made a coaching change. It is not a happy thing because I wish no man to lose his job. However, sometimes you have to make tough decisions for the best of the franchise. As of now, Jim Hiller will take over uh, for the rest of the season, question mark. I wish they would have gone with Craig Berube or Jay Woodcroft for a change in voice. Uh, also, as of now, I wish the Kings would stop dancing after wins for the moment because that kind of mindset may have caused the team to lose 14 of 17 games and cause Team Max firing and lose their mindset. If the team wants to dance after making the playoffs and a win and win a series, uh, that's okay. Uh, coach should set the tone. Maybe Team Max did not set it and let the players do whatever. However, with this change, I am hoping the Kings uh, shall reset to start a run, make the playoffs, and see what happens from there. I'm not proud of the coaching change. However, it is the right move for the team. I also want to say that Riddich had a great game in Nashville. However, still a backup to me. Um, Kings need an upgrade in net. However, with our PLD cap problem, it's going to be very difficult. I, I will comment, Edwin, on the dancing thing. I don't agree with that at all. Uh, I don't think them celebrating after a win was uh, any kind of a negative. It's hard to win games in the NHL. Uh, when you win games, have fun. I think that was kind of a team-building thing, and I frankly hope to see a lot more of that goofy dance from Vladislav Gavrikov uh, going forward. Uh, Jim in Lakewood, who is currently on a boat heading towards Antarctica, and I'm not kidding about that, uh, took the time to send this email. Uh, he says, they waited too long. We all know that, but they did it. 
the internal guts of this team obviously needed a change. And I point the next finger at the same guy, Drew and Jeremy Roenick pointed at it. Jeremy said this player did not have a pulse, played soft with no jam. We all know who it is. Yes, we do. I won't even say his name, but that worthless $8 million player is also uh, a minus 16 in his plus minus ranking, like exceptionally more than anyone else on the team. In the end, he is the guy who fired Todd with his lackluster and stupid day after day insult to all working people. He never showed up, and if he does, it's only for himself, period. Let's get a reset, boys, and kick some ass the rest of the way. Go, Kings, go. Uh, I will just say this. I don't I don't want to hear anything from Jeremy Roenick. Uh, I, 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 when he was with the LA Kings, he was an absolute joke, and he was completely unprofessional when he was here. He came here so he could try and be an actor, so I don't need to hear anything from that guy. I'm just going to say that. Now, I respected a lot of things he did in his career, played with a broken jaw, all that kind of stuff. But when he was an LA King, he was a total joke. So I don't need to hear from him about that. Um, and I will just say this. I, I get the all the vitriol with Pierre-Luc Dubois. I totally do. And there's a lot of negative things you can say about him. But he is a convenient scapegoat in all of this. They were winning with him, and they've been losing with him. When they were kicking ass earlier this year, he was playing the same game he's playing now. So I don't believe for a second that he is the reason why Tom McClellan got fired and he is the reason why the Kings have been playing bad lately. He certainly has been has not been part of any kind of a solution, but like I said, they have, they won and looked great with him. Uh, so I, I think he's a convenient scapegoat for a lot of people. Uh, and and I'm, I don't feel great about somewhat defending him, if you will. Uh, this from Everyday RJ in Long Beach. He said, I want to say a few words to thank Tom McClellan for the work he did getting the Kings back to where they needed to be over the last few years. That being said, I agree with you that a new voice is needed in the locker room. Sometimes when a coach focuses on a system or details too much, the players lose focus on the larger picture, and I think that's what happened here. I don't think uh, there was any serious ill will towards Coach Tom by anyone in the locker room, and I think he and the players were just frustrated with the results over the last few weeks as the fans were. But like I said, a new voice appears to be needed. Hopefully the Kings will turn this into a positive and bring in someone who can take the team to the next level. I'm excited to see what the future brings. And it will be it will be interesting to see. Is, is it going to be is it going to be um Jim Hiller for the rest of the season, or is he just kind of a placeholder until they can bring somebody else in? That'll be very interesting to see. Uh, this comes from Justin in San Diego. He says, We all have talked a lot about the new coach, but what about a new GM? If Rob Blake was dismissed, are there some obvious names out there you think the Kings might be interested in? Uh, that's a great question. I think, I don't know that I've really given it a ton of thought, but I will answer your question kind of off the top of my head. Um, if the Kings wanted to go in-house, you've got assistant GM Nelson Emerson who could get promoted, um, but he's never done the job before. There is a guy on the staff now that has been an NHL general manager. That's Mark Bergevin. He, I believe it's like special assistant to the GM is his title. Um, but he was the general manager with the Montreal Canadiens to varying degrees of success. There were some good things. There were some bad things. Um, he obviously knows how to be a GM in a very, very demanding market. So he could be someone that maybe they could turn to. Um, I know Mike Fuda's name has been floated out there a bit from some fans. He was the assistant GM when the Kings were winning their Stanley Cups with Dean Lombardi. And he left the organization under some kind of mysterious circumstances. I'm not sure where he is now. I want to say maybe he's being a, an advisor in Calgary, maybe, but I know that name has been floated out there. Um, just kind of thinking outside the box 
Uh, Stan Bowman is out there, the former GM of the Blackhawks, who's a multiple Stanley Cup winner. Of course, he got fired in Chicago under some really murky circumstances where the sexual assault situation happened under his watch, and there there were some you know head in the sand kind of situations going on there. So that's a guy that would come with a lot of success, but a lot of baggage. And uh, I don't know, maybe I wonder if the Kings would be really progressive and and kind of go out outside the box and be um, uh, you know look for uh, a female general manager. And if you haven't paid attention, a lot of teams have brought in uh, a lot of female voices in their front offices lately. Uh, Cami Granado is the assistant general manager in Vancouver. Haley Wickenheiser is the assistant GM in Toronto. Uh, both those are, are hall of fame, uh, female players and are getting their chance to be executives. Uh, and I don't know if the Kings would go there at this point. Um, I'm, I think maybe an organization like a Columbus might be willing to think kind of outside the box and give somebody like that a chance. But uh, again, just off the top of my head, those are some names as maybe uh, general manager candidates down the road if things don't work out with the Kings and Rob Blake. We've got more of your emails coming up here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. You know, the show likes to give you some in-depth analysis and sometimes some hot takes. Well, let me give you my hottest take of the day. The best lineup in LA right now is the lineup of auto loans at Logics. They start off with their top of the line. My favorite, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big time bucks. Up next, they've got an exciting new rookie sensation in their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. Rounding out their lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With these guys, you could lower your monthly payment and get on the road to owning your car faster. Look, I know it's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logics. Visit your local Logic branch right here in LA and the surrounding areas and let one of their amazing team members help you or just apply online in minutes at logicsbanking.com forward slash car. That's logics, L-O-G-I-X, banking.com forward slash car. All right, continuing with the emails. This is from Juan uh, Sanchez in Lakewood. He says, Kings season ticket member and Here's how I see it at this time. I remember in the beginning of the season telling my buddy, a seat neighbor, Rich, that what the Kings with the Kings goaltending situation, we need four goals a night to win. This holds true today. Yes, Talbot's numbers have slipped, but what is a bigger issue is the drop in scoring. The first 24 games, Kings averaged uh, goals per game was 3.79. The last 24, it was down to 2.51. Goals against moved from 2.29 to 3.16, but the Kings had kept their scoring where it was, RWs would have gone from 23 to 31. Goalies are doing at least what's needed most nights with the team management has built. We need more goals. Hopefully Arvidsson can help. King's goals for average over the last 24 games puts them towards the bottom of the league. The league's average is at 3.12. So that goes to show you we're not scoring enough. Sorry for the uh, belaboring of the topic, but I had to do something to help me understand what's going on with the team right now. Lots of games remain. Go Kings, go. Uh, this is from Brian and Los Alamitos says, do you think Arthur Kelly will sp- still be an LA King by the end of the all-star break? Do you think the, in the doghouse treatment he was getting for Tom McClellan was deserved? Or if he stays, do you think the Kings will want to see how he performs under Jim Hiller? When the Kings drafted Kaliev, the only thing that concerned me was that he drew comparisons to former King Alexander Froloff. I'm not sure if the comparisons were based on his great potential or his piss poor work ethic. Anyway, uh, thank you to Tom McClellan for his leadership as the Kings head coach, but it sounded like even he had grown or even he had thrown in the towel. 
I'm wondering if Blake even tried to get Craig Berube or Joel Quinville. I know Berube is still under contract with the Blues, and Quinville needs approval from Gary Bettman to work as the head coach. He was a part of that Chicago thing also. Uh, here's hoping Jim Hiller can pull off a miracle and save this season. Thanks for all the hard work you do for us Kings fans. Uh, yeah, and again, it'll be very interesting to see how the lineup changes or doesn't under Jim Hiller and what his plans are for Arthur Kaliev. As you mentioned, it looked like um, that Kaliev was in kind of Mike uh, Tom McClellan's doghouse. So we'll see. Is he get out of the doghouse now? Does he get an opportunity with a different coach? Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, we'll be keeping a keen eye on that. Uh, there were a couple of emails, unfortunately, that I could not get to because of time constraints. I apologize for that. Um, but I've been told by uh, higher ups that this episode needs to be around 25 minutes because they may be rebroadcasting it on some of the national shows uh, because of the big news involving Tom McClellan. So with that, thank you to everyone who took the time to respond to this big news. Uh, this is obviously a developing story. We'll be talking more about it as we go on. Uh, thanks for all the feedback on X, Twitter, the emails, and I'm sure there's going to be tons of reaction to this episode on the YouTube channel. All of it is much appreciated for you everydayers those of you that listen and watch locked on la kings every day monday we'll recap the top the uh, rob blake press conference on the tom mcclellan move and what could be ahead for the kings we are expected to have several guests coming up over the next week with the kings on their bye week so looking forward to getting some other voices in here on the show as well as always if you want to send an email for a future show the email address is locked on eddie at gmail.com e-d-d-i-e and you can always Post your comments below on the YouTube channel. Uh, and if you want to stay connected with this show 24-7, follow us on X, Twitter, and Instagram at LockedOnLAKings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. And as always, go Kings go.